Hey hi guys. So finally we were done with chapter 1 and uh, today I'll start chapter 2 of uh, the same book. Uh, so the, again chapters are divided into different segments and chapter 2 part 1 is little lengthy. So please bear with it and let me know how it is. So let's start. An actor prepares which is the name of the book by Konstantin Stanislavski. The name of the chapter 2 is when acting is an art. Part 1 and here we go. Today we were called together to hear the director's criticism of our performance. He said, "Above all, look for what is fine in art and try to understand it." Therefore, we shall begin by discussing the constructive elements of the test. There are two more moments worth noting. The first, when Maria threw herself down the stairs with the despairing cry of, oh, "Help me!" and the second, more extended in time, when Costa said, "Blood, lago blood." In both instances, you who were playing and we who were watching gave ourselves up completely to what was happening on the stage such successful moments by themselves we can recognize as belonging to the art of living apart and uh, what is this art i asked you experienced it yourself suppose you state what you felt I neither know nor remember said I embarrassed by the torrent of praise what you do not remember your inner excitement you do not remember that your hands your eyes and your whole body tried to throw themselves forward to grasp something you do not remember how you bit your lips and barely restrained your tears Now that you tell me what happened I seem to remember my actions I confessed But without me you could not have understood the ways in which your feelings found expression No I admit I couldn't You were acting with your subconscious intuitively he concluded Perhaps I do not know but is that good or bad very good if your intuition carries you along the right right path and very bad if it makes a mistake explains torstop i'll i'll again repeat the sentence what he says is it's very good if your intuition carries you along the right path and very bad if it makes a mistake explained torstop who's the director during the exhibition performance it did not mislead you and what you gave us in those few successful moments was excellent hmm is that really true i i asked yes because the very best that can happen is to have the actor completely carried away by the play then regardless of his own will he lives the part not noticing how he feels 
not thinking about what he does and it all moves of its own accord subconsciously and intuitively salvini said the great actor should be full of feeling and especially he should feel the thing he is portraying he must feel an emotion not only once or twice while he is studying his part but to a much greater or lesser degree every time he plays it no matter whether it is the first or the thousandth time unfortunately this is not within our control our subconscious is inaccessible to our consciousness we cannot enter into that realm if for any reason we do penetrate into it then the subconscious becomes conscious and it just dies the result is predemicant i'll repeat the result is pre the result is predemicant we are supposed to create under inspiration only a subconscious gives us inspiration yet we apparently can't use the subconscious only through our consciousness which kills it fortunately there is a way out we find the solution in an oblique instead of a direct approach in the soul of a human being there are certain elements which are subject to consciousness and will these accessible parts are capable in turning of acting on psychic process that are involuntary to be sure this calls for extremely complicated creative work it is carried on in part under the control of our subconsciousness but a much more significant proportion is subconscious and involuntary to rouse your consciousness to rouse to rouse your subconsciousness to rouse your subconscious to creative work there is a special technique we must leave all that is in the fullest sense subconscious to nature and address ourselves to what is within our reach when the subconscious when intuition enters into our work we must know how not to interfere one cannot always create subconsciously and with inspiration no such genius exists in the world therefore our teacher teaches us first of all to create consciously and rightly because that will best prepare the work for the blossoming of the subconscious which is an inspiration the more you have of conscious creative moments in your role the more chance you will have of a flow of inspiration you may play well or you may play badly but the most important thing is that you should play truthfully wrote shepkin to his pupil shumsky to play truly means to be right logical 
coherent to think strive feel and act in unison with your role if you take all these internal processes and adapt them to the spiritual and physical life of the person you are representing we call that living the part this is of supreme significance in creative work aside from the fact that it opens up avenues for inspiration living the part helps this artist to carry out one of his main objectives his job is not to present merely the external life of his character he must fit his own human qualities to the life of this other person and pour into it all of his own soul the fundamental aim of our art is the creation of this inner life of a human spirit and its expression in an artistic form that is why we begin by thinking about the inner side of a role and how to create its spiritual life through the help of internal processes of living the part you must live it actually experiencing feelings that are analogous to it each and every time you repeat the process of creating it why is the subconscious so dependent on the conscious said i it seem entirely normal to me was the reply the use of steam electricity wind water and other involuntary forces in nature is dependent on the intelligence of an engineer a subconscious part cannot function without without its own engineer which is our conscious techniques it is when an actor feels that his inner and outer life on the stage is flowing naturally and normally in the circumstances that surround him that the deeper sources of his subconscious gently open and from them come feelings we cannot always analyze for a shorter or longer space of time they they take possessions of us whenever some inner instincts bid them since we do not understand the governing power and cannot study it we actors call it simply nature but uh, if you break the laws of normal organic life and cease to function rightly then this highly sensitive subconscious becomes alarmed and withdraws to avoid this plan your role consciously at first then play it truthfully at this point realism and even naturalism in the inner preparation of a part is essential because it causes your subconscious to work and induces outbursts of, of inspiration from what you have said i i i gather that from what you have said i gather that to study a art we must assimilate a psychological technique of living a part and that this will help us to accomplish our main object 
which is to create the life of a human spirit paul said this is complete this is correct but not complete said tosto our aim is not only to create the life of a human spirit but also to express it in a beautiful artistic form an actor is under the obligation to live his part inwardly and then to give to his experience an external embodiment i ask you to note especially that the dependence of the body on the soul is particularly important in our school of art in order to express a most delicate and largely subconscious life it is necessary to have control of his of an unusually responsive excellently prepared vocal and physically apparatus this apparatus must be ready instantly and exactly to produce most delicate and all but intangible feelings with great sensitiveness and directness that is why an actor of our type is obliged to work so much more than others both on his inner equipment which creates the life of the part and also on his outer physical apparatus which was which should produce the results of the creative work on his emotions with precision even the external even the external even the externalizing of a role is greatly influenced by the subconscious in fact no artificial theatrical technique can even compare with the marvels that nature bring forth i have pointed out to you today in general outlines what we consider essential our experience has led to a firm belief that only our kind of work soaked as it is in the living experiences of human beings can artistically reproduce the impalpable shadings and depth of life only such art can complete absorb the spectator and make both understand and also inwardly experience the happenings on the stage enriching his inner life and leaving impressions which will not fade with time moreover this is of primary importance the organic basis of law of nature on which a part is founded will protect you in the future from going down the wrong path who knows under what directors or in what theaters you will work not everywhere not with everyone will you find creative work based on nature in the vast majorities of theaters the actors the actors and producers are constantly violating nature in the most shameless manner but if you are sure of the limits of true art and of the organic law of nature you will not go astray you will not be able to understand your mistake and correct them that is why 
a study of the foundation of our art is the beginning of the work of every student actor yes yes i exclaimed i am so happy that i was able to take a step if not only a small one but in that direction not that fast said tostov otherwise you will suffer the bitter, the bitterest delusion do not mix up living your part with what you showed us on the stage why uh, what did i show i have told you that in all the big scene from othello there were only a few minutes in which you succeeded in living the part i used them to illustrate to you and the other students the foundation of our type of art however if we speak of the whole scene between othello and lago we certainly cannot call it our type of art what is it then that is what we called forced acting defined the director and what uh, really is that said i puzzled when one acts as you did he explained there are individual moments when you suddenly and unexpectedly rise to great artistic heights and thrill your audience in such moments you are creating according to your inspiration improvising as it were but would you feel yourself capable enough or strong enough spiritually or physically to play the great acts of othello with the same lift with which you accidentally played part of that one shot scene i do not know i said conscientiously i know unquestionably that such an undertaking would be far beyond the strength not only of a genius with an extraordinary temperament but even of a very hercules answered torstov for our purposes you must have in addition to the help of nature a well worked out psychological technique an enormous talent and great physical and nervous reserves you have not all these things any more than do the personality actors who do not admit techniques they as you did rely entirely on inspiration if this inspiration does not turn up then neither you nor they will have anything with which to fill in the blank spaces you have long stretches of nervousness let down in playing your part complete artistic impotence and naive amateurish sort of acting at such times your playing is lifeless stilted consequently high moment alternative why with acting consequently high moments alternate with acting
today we'll be doing chapter 2 uh, and part 2 today i don't know why i'm not able to read so this is like my uh, i think fourth or fifth try um, let's see how it goes i've tried different things but i don't know today what is happening but uh, if you can suggest me of uh, how to overcome this i tried so many times but uh, let's see let's give it a last shot and let's do it so an actor prepares by constantine stanislavski chapter 2 when acting is an art part 2 today we heard some more from torstov about her acting when he came to the classroom he turned to paul and said to him you two gave us some interesting moments but they were rather typical of the art of representation now since you successfully demonstrated this other way of acting paul why not recall for us how you created the role of lago suggested the director i went right at the role for its inner content and studied that for a long time said paul at home it seemed to me that i really did live the part and at some of the rehearsals there were certain places in the roles that i seemed to feel therefore i do not know what the art of representation has to do with it in it the actor also lives his part said torstoy this partial identity with our method is that makes is that what makes it possible to consider this other type also true art yet his objective is different he lives his part as a preparation for perfecting an external form once that is determined to his satisfaction he produces that form through the aid of mechanically trained muscles therefore in this other school living your role is not the chief moment of creation as it is with us but one of the preparatory stages for future artistic work but paul did use his own feelings at the exhibition performance i maintained someone else agreed with me and insisted that in paul's acting just as mine there has been a few scattered moments of truly living the part mixed with a lot of incorrect acting no insisted torstoy in our art you must live the part every moment that you are playing it and every time each time it is recreated it must be lived afresh and incarnated fresh this describes the very few successful moments in costier acting but i did not notice the freshness in improvisation or in feeling his part in paul's playing on the contrary i was astonished in the number of places by the accuracy and artistic finish of a form and the method of acting which is permanently fixed and which is produced with a certain inner coldness however i did feel in those moments that the original of which this was only the artificial copy had been good and true this echo of a former process of living 
the part made his acting in certain moments a true example of the art of representation how could i have got hold of the art of mere reproduction paul could not understand let us find out by telling us more about how you prepared your lago suggested the director to be sure that my feelings were extremely reflected i used a mirror that is dangerous remarked torsto you must be very careful in the use of a mirror it teaches an actor to watch the outside rather than the inside of his soul both in himself and in his part nevertheless it did help me to see how an exterior reflected my sensations paul insisted your own sensations or the sensations prepared for your part my own but applicable to lago explained paul consequently while you were working with the mirror what interested you was not so much your exterior your general appearance your gestures but principally the way in which you externalized your inner sensations probed or so exactly exclaimed paul that is also typical remarked the director I remember how pleased I was when I saw the correct reflection of what I felt. Paul continued to reminisce. You mean that you fixed these methods of expressing your feelings in a permanent form? Torstovas they became fixed by themselves through frequent repetition. Then in the end you worked out a definite external form for the interpretation of certain successful parts in your role and you were able to achieve their external expressions through technique asked torsto with interest evidently yes admitted paul and you made use of this form each time that you repeated the role examined the director evidently i did now tell me this did this establishment form come to you each time through an inner process or after it was once born did you repeat it mechanically without the participation of any emotion it seemed to me that i lived it each time declared paul No. That was not the impression that came to the spectators, said Torstoy. Actors of the school we were discussing do what you did. At first, they feel the part. But when once they have done, so they do not go on feelings it anew. They merely remember and repeat the external movements, intonations, and expressions they worked on at it first making this repetition without emotion often they are extremely skillful in technique 
and are able to get through a part with technique only and no expenditure of nervous force in fact they often think it otherwise to feel after they have once decided on the pattern to follow they think they are sure to get the right performance if they merely recall how did they how they did it when they first got it right this is applicable in some degree to the places we picked out in playing of lago try to remember what happened as we went on with your work paul said that he was not satisfied with his work in other parts of the role or with the appearance of lago in the mirror and he finally tried to copy an acquaintance whose appearance seemed to suggest a good example of figgitness and cunning so you thought you could adapt him to your own uses torstov queried yes paul confessed well then uh, what were you going to do with your own qualities to tell the truth i was simply going to take an external mannerism of my acquaintance admitted paul frankly that was a great mistake torstov replied at that point you went over to sheer imitation which has nothing to do with creativeness what should i do asked paul you should first of all assimilate the model this is complicated you study it from the point of view of the epic the time the country condition of life background literature psychology the soul way of living social position and external appearance moreover you study character such as its custom manner movements speech voice and intonations all this work on your material will help you to permeate it with your own feelings without all this you will have no art when from this material a living image of the role emerges the artist of the school of representation transfers it to himself this work is concretely described by one of the best representatives of the school the famous french actor coquelot the elder the actor creates his model in his imagination and then just as does the painter he takes every feature of it and transfers it and transfers it not onto the canvas but on to himself he sees tortoise costume and puts it on himself he notices his gait and imitates it he sees his physiognomy and adapts it to himself he adapts his own face to it he speaks with the same voice that he has heard torstov views he must make his person he must make this person he has put together move walk 
gesticulate listen and think like tortoof in other words hand over his soul to him the portrait ready it needs only to be framed that is put on stage and then the public will say either the, the, this is tortoof or the actor has not done a good job but all that is frightfully difficult and complicated said i with feeling yes kokolo himself admits it he says the actor does not live he plays he remains cold towards the object of his acting but his art must be perfection and to be sure added torstow the art of representation demands perfection in it is to remain an art the confident answer by the school of representation is that art is not real life not is it even its reflection art is in itself a creator it creates its own life beautiful in its abstraction beyond the limits of time and space of course we cannot agree to such a presumptuous defense defiance of that unique perfect and unattainable artist a creative nature artist of the cocklaw school reason this way the theater is a convention and the stage is too poor in resource to create the illusion of real life therefore the theater should not avoid conventions this type of art is less profound less profound than beautiful it is more immediately effective than truly powerful in it the form is more interesting than its content it acts more on your senses of sound and slight on your soul consequently it is more likely to delegate than to move on consequently it is more likely to delight than to move you you can receive great impressions through this art but they will neither warm your soul nor penetrate deeply into it their effect is sharp but not lasting your astonishment rather rather than a faith is aroused only what can be accomplished through through surprising theatrical beauty or picturesque pathos lies within the bounds of this art but delicate and deep human feelings are not subject to any techniques they call for natural emotions at the very moment in which they appear before you in the flesh they call for the direct cooperation of nature itself nevertheless representing the part since it follows a process in part must be acknowledged to be really creative art